This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Amachalam is an upcoming original theatre play by Anomalous Production that spotlights the difficult yet underrepresented experience of growing up quote-unquote different in a Malaysian Indian family. Written and performed in both English and Tamil, Amachalam draws on real-life events and experiences to navigate through conversations surrounding love, cultural conflicts, and parental expectations. So there's a lot there that we need to unpack. So joining me to do that are Arjun Tanaraju. He's the writer and lead actor of the performance. Also joining us, Vishnu Varman. He is the director of Amachalam. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you today? Thank you for having us. We're we're so excited to talk about it. (laughs) Thrilled. Lovely to have you both in the studio with me today. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, You know, I've never had the chance to speak to you both before. So can I get to know you a bit better? Take me back to the start. How did you guys get your uh, start in the performing arts, either of Um, you? Okay. um, Yeah, so our start in the performing arts goes all the way back to high school. Arjun and I went to the same high school. Arjun's a year older than me. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started in the same drama team. We had a drama team growing up in uh, St. John's Institution, Kuala Lumpur. And yeah, we started out writing and then we eventually pulled to perform in the pieces that we wrote. And yeah, that's how we started. And then eventually we branched out to after school. We went to... uh, uh, participate in uh, Shawn and Sweet Kuala Lumpur by KL Pack 2017, and then we slowly built our working relationship there, working on a couple of projects. But yeah, it all started back in high school. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And and okay. And, and how about for you, uh, Arjun? Yeah, I mean, like, we share a very similar background. Uh, shout out to Miss E. Oh, yes, Miss E. <laughs> so, Miss yeah. Alina Rose, um, she's the reason that we're here. Um, <laughs> it's very rare that, you know, in, in government schools specific, specifically, um, being able to have an active drama program is not a privilege that a lot of schools have, yeah. especially when it's government schools. So, like, you know, when we started out in the industry, uh, people often ask, like, oh, where did you get your training? And when we go high school, they go, oh, great. Which international school did you go to? <laughs> oh, and we're like, no, it's SMK St. John. And they go, wow, okay. So, yeah, I think we were very privileged to have Miss mm-hmm. E um, kind of give us Spark our start, us, correct, yeah. yep. and and you know really guide us, you know, into the the, the performing arts. And we need more drama education. Yeah. This is my shout out <laughs> <laughs> while we're here. Definitely, no, mm. definitely. And you see that that impact that that you know that one person made, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. how exactly uh, and the yeah. cascading effects on you know so many different lives. So, but okay, let and then you guys are now. Uh, it's a play by Anomalous Production. Mm-hmm. Right. Productions. Production. Production. Anomalous stylistic choice. Totally <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk, talk to me about that. You know, how did you guys come to form Anomalous Production? Uh, talk to me about some of the work you've done. Right, so Anomalous is um, actually the creative director, artistic director, um, Kyrie Anwar. Um, so we actually met when um, I acted in Politik, uh, which is a play by Anomalous Production in 2019. I auditioned for Kyrie and, you know, we, we got involved that way. Um, and then I think we realized that we work very well together. Um, so we worked on a couple more projects together. Um, and then in 2020, Kyrie approached me as a writer. He was like, hey, you know, we're looking to stage more original Malaysian theatre and, you know, would you be interested to write for us? Um, and that's kind of how Amachalam started in 2020, all the way back in 2020. So wow. it's been a long time coming as well. Um, and yeah, and that's kind of 
how we've grown into where we are right now. Okay. And, you know, as we said, as I said earlier, right, it's, uh, there's not, there's some very difficult conversations in it, right? And it mm-hmm. comes from a very personal place. Uh, for the both of you, I know you, you're the writer, of course, uh, but, you know, is it also like a collective sort of like, there's a lot of memories and stories from all the different people? Right. Uh, so, um, I mean, as a writer, I think obviously we put a lot of our own stories into the stories and characters that we write, but definitely Amanchalam was built from numerous interviews and talking to a lot of different people and bringing in all those stories into the play that we have right now. So definitely, you know, like uh, Vishnu, uh, we've been friends for a very long time. And so he was definitely part of the entire writing process across the few years Mm. that was writing Amachalam. So, you know, getting his perspectives and his stories and his relationships with the people in his life, um, definitely we pulled from all of that to write Amachalam. Okay. And it's been three, three years, no, four years. Four. So technically Te- four. Technically, <laughs> technically four, right? four, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, how has that been for you? I mean, this is like a very overdue baby, isn't <laughs> definitely. it? Definitely. <laughs> so that is a joke that, that, that we often, um, you know, say within our, uh, the group. Um, so yeah, so 2020 um, was when, so technically 2019, end of 2019, Kyrie approached me to write and the play was originally scheduled for July 2020. <laughs> and then as we all know, 2020 pandemic um, and the performing arts definitely took a hit because, you know, unlike movie sets where you have controlled environments, we're a live theater, mm-hmm. you know, industry. So unless we're able to get audiences into physical seats, we can't do anything. Mm. So in 2020, you know, we had to make the decision to postpone. Um, and then, you know, 2021, 2022, you know, coming from the pandemic with financial issues and things like that it was always kind of a delay kind of like a you know like setbacks for the play um but i think through every setback looking back i think they actually gave us the time that we needed to perfect the play you know we polished the script you know went deeper into casting to get the precise actors that we needed for the play Mm -hmm. had more time to prep and i think in hindsight, obviously, at that point, we were all very frustrated mm-hmm. with the with the fact that it kept being delayed. But I think I'm I'm than what it is now. It it definitely needed that time to really marinate and really you know take form and take its own you know take take. Um, take shape, basically. Uh, take shape, basically, yeah. Okay, okay. And and Vishnu, you know, when did you sort of like come into the picture for, you know, to take this on, to direct it as well, or right there from the start? Lah? Mm, I think uh, spiritually, I was a part of the process <laughs> at the very beginning. Like uh, you said, yeah. As Ajit mentioned, uh, when he was writing it, we were having discussions, and after he uh, first finished the, the first draft, I had a read-through, and even the subsequent draft as well, I had a part in understanding what the process is like and giving my opinions. So I was, I was attached as a director quite late into the process, I think sometime the end of last year because the first director was attached unfortunately they couldn't do it because of the pandemic and they moved on to other projects as well and then sometime in 2022 we were having this discussion and Arjun just offered like would you want to direct this piece my first knee-jerk reaction was to decline because it's terrifying because I've read the piece in and out multiple times I know the stories Arjun's talking about I know what it means to hold this responsibility so it was a very terrifying responsibility to undertake but eventually 
I understood that, you know, it's very important for me and Arjun trust me to carry that forward. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I was attached sometime late 2022 and then in the entirety of the year we've been working on making this happen. Okay, okay. And, and, and I do want to go back to, you know, what the story is about, right? Because, uh, and I'm quoting here, you know, the play sheds light on the difficult yet underrepresented experience of growing up different in a Malaysian Indian family. Can you Can you tell us about that? Right, so I think regardless of what, quote unquote different means, you know, in, in the context of the play. I think everyone kind of grows up, you know, having to really explore and accept their own identities, who they are, you know, whatever that means to that individual person. Um, and I think um, specifically to Amachalam, again, the title Amachalam, um, it's because this entire relationship that we have with our mothers, um, or at least a lot of us that, you know, Malaysian Indian kids uh, that we have with our mothers, it can be very complex. And having to navigate that relationship while on that self-discovery, self-acceptance journey, um, it definitely compounds, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea of, you know, you're already on this journey where you're exploring all these different facets of yourself and having to come to terms with some parts of your identity that maybe is not so accepted or it's not so common or so widely, you know, sometimes it's considered taboo or whatever it is. Um, So having to be on that journey is already quite terrifying and it takes a (laughs) lot of time and energy and and spirit to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But also then balancing the relationships around you and again, the context of the play. Um, Because I grow up very, very, very close with my mother. Mm -hmm. Um, I often say this and it's a line in the play where I go, Amma isn't just my mother, she's my best friend. And that is definitely, it comes from a very real place where my mom is my best friend. Mm -hmm. So having to also, you know, navigate that relationship while on that journey of my own is kind of the starting point of the play. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously then, as we talked about, having, bringing in all these different experiences, these different identities, you know, stories and memories that people have 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 shared with me. It kind of just brought all that together into making what I'm much them um, what it is today. Okay, and I was reading that you you mentioned that it's a play that the younger Arjun, the younger Arjun needed when he was growing up. Why is that? Right. So okay. So this is definitely a, a much larger conversation <laughs> about representation. Um, but again, so we're we've made great strides since you know ten years ago, um, in terms of seeing Malaysian Indian representation. Because growing up for me, the only time I saw brown people was. Hollywood or Bollywood movies, right? And for Malaysian content, it was very, very rare to see a brown person on screen, you know, and even if I saw them on screen, most 10, you know, nine times out of 10, they were either a side character, the comedic relief, or some sort of stereotype. It was of, always a token, right? It's a, very, it's token. a token uh, character, yeah. And then, you know, in the last 10 years, we've definitely made great, great progress, especially in film. We see, you know, Malaysian Tamil films really, really breaking that 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 wider audience. And we've seen a lot more authentic stories on screen. But on stage, it's still mm-hmm. something we struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, having an, you know, just a, a, an authentic Malaysian Indian story on stage is very, very rare. Um, and so that's why I, I say, because again, I grew up in theater, mm. so not so much accustomed with movies per se. Um, and I never saw myself on stage. So I wrote this piece as well. It's it's me knowing that 
had I grown up with Amachalam, I think my outlooks on life would have been a bit different. I would have felt more seen, more heard. And that might have, you know, helped me on my journey. Like we talked about the whole self-acceptance journey a bit better. Um, so yeah, so again, in Amachalam, it's written by an Indian person. It's directed by an Indian person. It features an all Malaysian Indian cast. And this is something that's very, very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Amachalam, like you said, um, it also is heavily in Tamil, which we haven't had a Tamil play in forever. Yeah. And yeah, so all that coming together, I think when we started rehearsals, um, there were times where we had to take a step back and look at just what Amachalam means, right? This is not just another play that's going out in you know in, in the larger industry it, this is what i consider for myself at least a milestone play we're seeing authentic representation we're seeing tamil on stage we're seeing culture we're seeing all this come together and God, yeah, I could go on <laughs> for Amachalam, but I hope you 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 see where where the passion comes from. I can, I can definitely <laughs> palpable, you know, in this studio. But for you, Vishnu, you know, directing this, you know, English and Tamil also. But what does it mean for you? Uh, number one, to be directing this, but number two, to be seeing this, you know, uh, theater production being staged. Mm, I think um, directing this uh, has always been a challenge from the, from day one till up till the now to finalizing all the details. I think. Like Arjun mentioned earlier, it is not just about directing any other play. It has a responsibility tied to this project that not many productions have because mm-hmm. it's not just another run-of-the-mill story. Uh, the story itself is very heavy, it's very deep. The meaning that it carries is beyond <clears throat> what's on the script. you know. So I think the responsibility of uh, undertaking this, it's huge. So I've always felt that pressure. But at the same time, I understood that I have a good team behind me, the support I need to carry this out in fruition. And to see a play like this being directed on stage, I think it's very sobering almost, and it's also very rewarding. Mm-hmm. It's sobering because I've not felt this way in a creative space in ever. And even if uh, past uh, productions that have been on, have, have acted in, I've always been the solitary Indian cast member. And even if I'm, even if there's more than one Indian cast member, uh, we don't get the opportunity to talk about uh, our stories. We don't, they have the opportunity to even use our languages, because mm-hmm. most of the time it's in English. So uh, the very fact that we have this play, which is in both languages, Tamil and English, and it's used in a way where it's very conversational, it's very natural, like how we communicate with our Indian friends, with our Tamil friends on the daily. It's such a refreshing concept. It almost feels weird that it's so alien to me. Mm. But having that refreshing um, uh, environment that, oh, everything makes sense here. Like You don't have to explain your identity as an Indian creative because mm. everybody gets it. Oftentimes when we're having a, a creative process, when we are part of other projects, we'll have to explain, oh, this is how is, it is in Indian culture. We do these things. This is what it signifies. It's not wrong to educate people, but oftentimes it feels tiring because you end up justifying your existence in a way. In this, one of the few spaces that I've been in where I didn't have to explain. I just explain, oh, we're doing this. And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so it's a very, very beautiful feeling. I think the first time I felt that, I was like, took me a while. I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I actually prepared like a whole presentation of why this makes sense. <laughs> like, I, don't have to do this already, yeah, I don't have to do this anymore. That was really, really beautiful. Yeah. That's okay. the entire experience thus far. Okay. Okay. Now that's really wonderful to hear. And, and you know, um, also, I guess, you know, important to see that representation as well, right? Mm-hmm. And then to be, but yeah, so much responsibility, right? right there yeah. must be a lot of pressure there. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm sure your mom's going to come and watch our parents. Yes. That's Speaking some, of. Speaking <laughs> of. Uh, yes. She's got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk a little bit 
then maybe about the rest of the cast and uh, the, the characters that they'll be playing. Yeah, yeah so we that? have uh, we have a total of five cast members. We have Arjun playing Ajay, the lead character. Then we have uh, Vicky Nadaraja, who's playing Amma. <laughs> and we have uh, Desmond Das playing Appa. And we have... Uh, Naveen Raja playing Kartik, Ajay's best friend. And we have uh, Tini Saradi Krishnan from uh, Jagat and Puchandi playing Uncle Raj in a guest appearance. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. so just quick note about that, right? <laughs> so literally last year when I was like watching the film and I went, this would be an amazing person to work with someday <laughs> in the distant future. And then literally uh, like six months later, we're, uh, we're working together, yeah. we're acting together in a play that I wrote. It is wild. Yeah, even how it came about is very very, very, it's a story in itself. Like, because when we started out uh, in January, we after our audition process, we had a different cast makeup. We had uh, two actors who were not part of a project anymore. And because of some issues in the month of March, we had to uh, delay the production and rehearsal. So they had, unfortunately had to pull out. So while we were still looking for cast members trying to fill in the roster and to try to make sure the play runs at the scheduled time, we just chanced upon uh, yeah, we started Tinesh. shooting our shots yeah, shooting basically our shots. <laughs> just, you know what let's just Nothing try yeah, let's just try Tinesh. you know like I just wanted to work with him we admire his work let's just see the worst he could say is no Correct. he said yes so, <laughs> so yeah Wonderful. it was just again every part of it has been magical in its own right magical mm-hmm. in its own right it's just yeah it was just very rewarding okay okay no 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 it sounds really great <laughs> and and you know but you know it is a very uh, like you said it's a very Malaysian Indian story right and um you have a very diverse, I guess, audience that you're hoping will come as well, right? Right. What do you hope that, uh, you know, folks will take away from it? Or what do you hope that they will experience when they come watch? Right. So I think, again, in terms of highlighting or spotlighting the Malaysian Indian culture, that's one. But beyond just that, this is a story about a mother and a son. So I think going beyond the cultural identity, this is a story that I think no matter who you are, where you come from, what race, religion, whatever that, this will be a story that you can relate to or at the very least empathize with because mm-hmm. this is a, a a relationship that we all have, you know, with our mothers, regardless of how that looks. Um, you know, I don't think it'll be very alien to yeah. anyone watching this. And we've, again, as uh, for Vishnu as well as a director, it's something that he's taken into consideration because the idea of having a play in Tamil, but we want non-Tamil speakers to also come and watch and be able to relate to every word that we're saying. Mm-hmm. So that was also in consideration. But yeah, the the idea of love between a parent and, and a child and, and what that means um, to especially kids growing up. So I feel like if you're a, you know, a teenager or, or a young adult watching this, it'll hit you. If you're a parent, this will hit you. If you're an adult child, so it means you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s, but your parents are still around. This will also hit you, I think, yeah, in, in more than one way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's ultimately that's what it comes down to. It's the familial love and, and the bond between a parent and child. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the pain, but also the joy and, and the, 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 you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> all of that that comes within that relationship. I think that's what I hope people remember from the play. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about for you? I think for me, it's the idea of representation. Because I think when we talk about representation, people often think that it should be a blanket thing. Oh, we should have one person of every community just represent our stories. It's usually not the case because 
you want if you want to tell a story, it's better to have a focus. It's better to have a, a idea of a specific thing that you want to focus on. So when it comes to the representation, the thing the idea is you can get representation from even the most individual stories. Because mm-hmm. for majority of the audience watching, the story of Ajay and his family might not be immediately relatable because you might not have gone through that, especially coming from an Indian Malaysian Indian background, Tamil Malaysian Indian background. So it's very specific and niche. So, but beyond that, you can empathize with a human being in that situation. So I think that's where true representation comes from. Even if a person doesn't look like you, talk like you, or even behave like you, but your ability to empathize with the story that's being told and understand that, oh, these people's stories exist too. Because many people don't consider that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, these stories exist too in this diverse of a country we have, you know. So these stories are very important to be heard. So my hope is that they take that away from them and sort of have a request for more stories like this. Because we have so much stories to tell, so many things to tell, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the Malaysian Indian Tamil community. But unfortunately, we don't really get much of a space. So I think that's what I really want. I think to understand that, oh, this can be representation and this is something that I want to see and I want to see more of and there should be more efforts to make more stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, and mm-hmm. I, it's, I, I want to say it's brave that you guys did, went ahead and did it, right? And, you know, congratulations on doing Thank that. You. You know, Thank not, you. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy. I can't, I can't, I can imagine it's not been uh, an easy ride getting here. I mean, four years, right? In four the- years. <laughs> okay. um, so the show is running from the 16th to the 20th uh, of August uh, over at the Black Box in Deepak. Okay. Uh, right. And ticket prices range from 55 ringgit to 150 ringgit. There are some different categories, right, guys? Can you explain right. that? So, you know, general sale is 65 ringgit concessions. So this is for students um, and the elderly and whoever falls under that category. It's 55 um, and then we have a special price of 150 ringgit, um, which we call golden tickets. So golden tickets essentially um, gets you the best seats in the house. <laughs> so you get front row seats and an official merch, uh, an official Amachalam t-shirt, yeah. t-shirt oh, designed nice. by our very talented also, uh, publicity manager. Also, gratitude. Yeah, the most important. Yes, yes. be a patron of the arts. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're you know it, we're a small community, <laughs> so your 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 donation your goes a long way yeah. to making sure that more places like this get to come out okay no definitely and uh would there be any advisories in terms of you know who should come watch uh, yes, I think uh, in terms of our content advisory, we have a, a few elements that we would like our audiences to take note of. First of all, there is a content advisory for uh, there's a sexual assault scene, there's uh, uh, elements of suicide, and there's immense uh, family trauma. And and yeah, so basically these are the elements that we would like our audiences to take note of because there are some portions that can be triggering to certain members of the audience. So we would like to make sure that they are well aware and they understand uh, what they're coming to watch. Okay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I mean, I mean, you can the the advisory here is fifteen and above, but yeah, come with your parents yeah, or come, come with, with your you parents. know guardian, mm-hmm. somebody that you can talk about mm-hmm. it. And will there be like uh, chats after that? Will there be any sort of no lah? Right. So it's we there's no no there's no official Q and A's or okay. anything like that. But as is the tradition, tradition. of every single theatre show, at the end of the show. Everyone will be outside the space yeah. and you are just, free to go and talk, and talk to us whoever you want yeah. to. <laughs> okay, excellent. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank for, you for having for us. This has so been much. an amazing chat. Thank, thank you. you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I was speaking to Arjun Danaraju, the writer and lead actor of Amachalam, and Vishnu Varman, the director of Amachalam. Uh, if you'd like to find out more information, you can follow them uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Amachalam. Uh, Instagram, of course, your handle is Amachalam Theatre. Uh, yeah, just search for you guys there. And of course, I'm sure 
sure there's, uh, there's updates as well. But if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.